What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Misguided Goddess Podcast. I know I'm coming at y'all a day late, but please forgive me for there was a natural disaster in my neighborhood. Well, as most of you all know, I live in New Orleans. I'm from New Orleans. I live in New Orleans, you know. And we had a hurricane berry slash tropical storm slash it was raining. And I say it like that because everybody called all in a disarray. Oh, you can't stay home. You're going to be by yourself. So my cousin came to pick me up. She brought me to her house. So I hung out with my cousins. Um, My mom and my siblings were all together. So I wasn't by myself. I didn't want anybody worrying about me. But anyway, so the news, we waiting for the storm. We waiting for the storm. Oh, we got the tornado warnings, which thank God we did not have a tornado because for some strange reason in the past like three years it's been ha- we've been having tornadoes in New Orleans East and we didn't used to have that growing up so like in uh 2000 I want to say 17 I used to work at the Lowe's on Reed and one day we were at work chilling you know it's slow because it was raining and there was a tornado that whipped through my neighborhood <laughs> I worked and lived in the same neighborhood and that tornado tore us up, okay? But we are a resilient people and we usually rebuild and come back. Um New Orleans is a wonderful kind place. People always say like, I don't understand why y'all stay down there. The hurricanes come and flood. We love our city cuz there is no place in the entire universe like the city of New Orleans. The people are <sighs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, y'all know we have our crime and stuff like that. That could be better. Um, we could work on that. But the this, this city has a soul, and the soul pulls you in. That's why I came back from Dallas so fast. Like, I miss the city. And when I was in Dallas, I lived in Dallas for about, I'm going to say, 15 months. If I lived in Dallas for 15 months, I came to New Orleans 9 out of the 15 of those months. <laughs> But um, we're all okay. Um, We actually, thank God, we didn't have any flooding um, because we had like a random rainstorm. I think that was last Wednesday or Thursday. And the city like flooded. Everywhere was flooded. Um, So that's why everybody was really like, okay, let's evacuate um, because I don't want to get flooded out again. It was going to be so much rain that the city couldn't take it. And the water was just going to sit there. And that's kind of the problem. But as you all know, one, New Orleans does sit on the sea sea level. And two, New Orleans is shaped like a bowl. So the water sits until it's pumped. So that's that on that. So, yes, we are all okay. I think we are in the clear as far as um, Hurricane Barry or Tropical Storm Barry. Because I know as soon as it made landfall... It dropped back down to tropical storm. However, be very smart about the next time we have a um, mandatory evacuation. Get out. If you can get out, get out. I didn't leave this time because of the area that I live in now. Um, They said that it was going to be a tropical storm. So I'm like, okay, well, I can withhold a tropical storm in my house because of the area that I live in in a city. It doesn't usually flood over here. Um, And... 
So I thought I'd be fine, but turns out I was fine. So I'm okay. Um, the next thing on the list is we've been talking a lot about mental health on the pod and a lot of you may not know this, but I am right now on medical leave from my job. Um, I was dealing with a lot of stress and I almost had a breakdown and instead of me letting my job kill me, I decided to take a break. So I have to see a, I have to get another, um, mental health evaluation done at this, uh, mental health hospital, um, that I'm going to be going to, um, it's called River Oaks is here in, uh, Louisiana. It's in Metairie though. Um, so I'm going to be checking that out. I'm going to be having a mental health evaluation done over there. I'm trying to get them to up my meds. So they have to up my meds and then they also have to give me clearance to go back to work. So I think I got cleared for like a month off from my job. But as far as my doctors, they have to decide how long I can, you know, be out of work. I mean, me personally, I feel a lot better than I did last week, but I'm not 100% better, but I'm dealing with everything and I'm going to get the help that I need. Yesterday, I actually talked to my baby brother about it um, because I see a lot of the signs that I had when I was his age. I see a lot of those telltale signs um, showing out through him. So I've been talking to him a lot, in which that's another reason why I wanted to do the podcast. I want to talk to people about taking care of of their mental health because a lot of people will try to tell you like oh it's the devil or you letting the devil get the best of you no that's not it some people just can't deal and it's okay to not be okay you don't have to be strong one thing that what I'm not going to say you don't have to be strong because you always have to keep that fight inside of you but you're not going to always feel that fight inside of you And it's hard to deal with. And one thing that I really wanted to talk about was the black superwoman complex. When I was about 25, I want to say, I had to deal with the black superwoman complex. We feel like we have to nurture and take care of everybody around us. And then we don't take care of ourselves and we end up being sick. So you always wonder, oh, she's so nice. She's always helping people. How did she die from an aneurysm? Because she was stressed out because she couldn't help herself. So that's why I, like, I even had this conversation with my mom yesterday. I told her, like, take the cape off. My mom has all adult children now. So now she can take this time to focus on herself because I told her one thing that I noticed is that, yes, you are a mom, but you're also a human. You're a a woman. Like, you have to take care of you. Like, you, we're taking care. Like, my mom will do anything in her power for her children, her grandchildren, anybody in her family, her friends, the church. Like, my mom is an amazing woman, but she has the black superwoman. (laughs) She, and it's crazy because growing up, I would always tell my mom, like, mom, I want to be just like you when I grow up because you are my superhero. But then you grow up and you start doing things and you start noticing like stress isn't fun. That doesn't feel good. And I every time I have to deal with something that I know my mom dealt with, 
I always call her and I'm like, thank you so much for being so amazing to us. Like I had my nieces and nephews over here and I went to work. I went to the store. I came home. I cooked. I cleaned up. And I called my mama and I was like, mom, she had to do that for six children. I'm like, girl, I'm like, goals, sis. (laughs) My mom I, I call her sis all the time. She loves it. She thinks it's so funny that we call her sis. But that's my baby. She's a sweetheart. Like, when I tell y'all, well, which y'all will learn more about my mom um, over the podcast because um, I told her that I'll be talking about her a lot just because she, she, my mom's cool as fuck, man. Like, <laughs> If you've had the pleasure of meeting my mom, then you know my mom is cool as a motherfucker. Like, everybody who meets my mama loves my mama. Like, I never met a person that didn't like her. But, I mean, if I did, then they was hating on her. And I bet you they didn't want to fight. But, anyway, I'm going to keep that part of me over there. (laughs) So, the next thing um, that I wanted to talk back into, let me pull this back out. The next thing that I want to talk to, because I actually took notes this week, y'all. I came prepared. So I talked about Hurricane Barry. I talked about the... Let me just say this. Going back to about how amazing the city of New Orleans is. Did you all see the video of the older white guy in the French Quarter tiptoeing across the street on the Weather Channel? Who did he think wasn't going to see him? I've seen some amazing things like we we laugh and we joke and we have our hurricane parties. But that's just because we know like what we can handle and what we can take. Now, if that hurricane would have came and they would have said, listen, y'all, it's a category three. We wouldn't have had all them hurricane parties. We would have been out. Okay, (laughs) they said it's a tropical storm. Bet we we partying. Turn up. So that's what I want to say about the lovely, wonderful, amazing city of New Orleans. Um, that was that. Another thing um, in, t- in big news for me this week that I've been following is R. Kelly finally was arrested. Hand claps there. Hand claps there. If I knew how to edit in hand claps, I would edit it in. <laughs> but the reason why I'm happy about that is because I'm not going to lie to y'all. I loved R. Kelly growing up. He makes some amazing music. He's very talented. However, I know how I feel about rapists. I feel like they should all be burned with acid. Um, And it's not right that he actually did take advantage of younger girls. Now, the older girls that he was dealing with, like the adult women that was at the end of, I know all y'all seen a little documentary on on Lifetime. The women that's at the end, that's perfectly fine. If you have kinks and you want to live in a house with your girls, that's all fine and dandy. However, when you start dealing with girls who are 16, 17, that's nasty because that's children and they don't know better. They're not fully adults. They're not fully grown. They're not mature. And I don't care what nobody says. Grown men can tell the difference between a body on a 16-year-old and a 26-year-old. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care what the little girl look like. I don't care how big her hips is. You can look in them baby's eyes and you can tell that that is a child. And if you fall for it, you're a sick bastard. That's that. So, I'm glad to read about that. However, next next up on the list is um, a guy that me and my brother-in-law has been following the news stories for him for the past couple of days. 
Mr. Jeff Epstein. Now, if you haven't heard of Mr. Jeff Epstein, you may have heard of his island, Orgy Island, or you may have heard of his private jet, the Lolita Express. Now, the problem with Mr. Jeff Epstein, first and foremost, I'll say this. I think it's cool as fuck that one, he's rich enough to own his own island and a private jet. However, he's not using it for good. He's using it to be a sick pervert. You want to know the crazy part about it, though? All of this news is coming out now, and it's new to me. But when I talk to my, I have an old, I call him my old man friend. I have an older gentleman friend. And he is 47. Um, and he was just like, yeah, you know, it's crazy about Jeff, Jeff Epstein. And I'm like, what? And he was like, all this news about him came out 10 years ago. They knew about him having underage sex slaves 10 years ago and nothing has been done and what has been done obviously wasn't enough because this is still going on now what I've been reading as of late is that the Clintons have visited Orgy Island and that's like a big scandal right now so, y'all Google Jeff Epstein and read all about it. Um, if you guys are interested in stuff like that, me personally, I am interested in stuff like that because I want all sick pervert bastards to be arrested and burned with acid. But I'm not going to be pushing out that uh, hate agenda, but I only hate rapists and child molesters. And I'll say why. I haven't been raped or molested me personally but the people that i've met and the stories that i've watched it really messes people up especially when it's done when the person is a child you know because again a child's mind isn't fully developed so like that it's, it's just wrong and it's sick i really don't even want to talk about it because it upsets me it's disgusting and i i'm going to change the subject now but I'm pretty sure that all of you all understand how I feel. So my next, um, it's weird to jump right into my next topic after talking about that. But my next topic is this post that I seen on Instagram. And it's called, it was talking about normalizing cuddling without, um, without it ending in sex. And I don't know about y'all, but I love cuddling. Every boyfriend that I've had or um, I don't want to say sexual partner. I'll say friend. <laughs> Every male friend that I've had. And even some girlfriends. Like, I've definitely tried to cuddle with Mallory, my best friend. But she doesn't like to cuddle. But every time that we've been, like, gone, like, after, like, a wild night of us going out and drinking, I'll, like, fall asleep. But I'm, like, wrapped around her. <laughs> um, Love you, Mel. Thanks for letting me cuddle with you. Um, But, no, I think that... I think that that would be really, really nice. Some people just enjoy having the feel of another body next to them. And I feel like I am that type of person. Like there was this guy that I used to be friends with. And I used to just call him and be like, hey, do you want to come over and cuddle? And he would say yes. Like we wouldn't have sex. We literally would just lay down, cuddle, watch TV, or just talk. And... He wasn't the, like a big guy at all. He was probably, I'll say he was maybe 
um five nine maybe like two something pounds 200 maybe like 200 pounds but he wasn't like a huge guy he was just like a normal average sized 30 year old man um but he would come over and he would take his pants off because no pants are being worn in my bed so we're in t-shirts and boxers and i'm in a nightgown and we're just laying there cuddling and i love the way he cuddles because when he cuddles like if i try to move he's like grab you like pull you closer like where you going love it okay not even in a sexual way it's just i like feeling that person next to me so like we would sleep in the same bed and nothing would happen like that happened on multiple occasions and i really respect that um because some men think that oh she calling me over here to cuddle she about to pop it off nah if i called you over here to cuddle i called you over here to cuddle now if i called you over here to have sex i called you over here to have sex and that means come in take your pants off let's do it and you can go home i don't always want that i like to cuddle so yes i'm all for normalizing cuddling um <laughs> And another thing that I've um, noticed on Instagram is it was the normalizing the cuddling. Another thing I wanted to talk about on Instagram was um, have you all ever had a person follow you and all of their posts are like extra thirsty? Like dm like double tap this and i'll dm you or it's like one of those drawings of like a man with a full beard and waves and a girl with like long curly hair and they're like cuddling or playing the game or just laying on each other smoking and they say goals i hate that how do y'all feel about that because i hate it i despise it i hate posts like that i hate I hate, I hate them. Like, if you maybe posted some stuff on your page that would get an interaction from people, you wouldn't have to do this. Like, come on. That's so thirsty to me. And I just, I really dislike it. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I feel like episode three is kind of all over the place, but I had a lot of topics that I wanted to talk about. But my main topic was uh doing a check-in about Hurricane Barry. I am doing fine. My pockets ain't doing too fine since I had to waste all that money on evacuation prep. Because technically I did evacuate because I did leave my home. But <laughs> no, I'm very thankful that the city was spared because Lord knows I was praying on it. I lit a candle. I it was listen, we don't we we not ready. And I didn't want to have to deal with moving to another city again in this same year. Because if another hurricane hits and it's really bad and we actually do have to leave, I'm going to have to go move back to Dallas again. In which nothing was wrong with Dallas. I definitely love Dallas. I just didn't have a car in Dallas. And Dallas is quite expensive. I only used to go out if Currency had a concert. Like, that's the only thing I used to really do. Currency concerts and brunch. <laughs> and me and my other best friend, D. Hey, D. We used to go to Cheddar's a lot. We only went to Cheddar's because the food was cheap and good. And they made Henny Marks. Everywhere doesn't make Hennessy Margaritas. And I don't know about y'all, but y'all know. 
Y'all know from the last episode how I feel about Hennessy. And I love a Hennessy margarita. Okay? So, um, oh, I'm only 20 minutes in. I don't want this one to be so short. So, another thing that I did want to talk about um, that I do have on my list. I really kind of didn't want to get into this. I wanted to have this own show for this topic. But I couldn't. I, I just, I can't wait. Okay. I have a question. Why does Instagrammers flex so much? Why do people on Instagram lead these fake lives? Like, I don't get it. Like, I know a person that I follow on Instagram, and this person is always talking about money and how much money they have. And I read these posts and I'm like, yo, I know you in real life. I know you in real life. That's not, that's not it. That's not your life. You're not living that life. Like, don't you guys hate that? Like, I remember one time this girl that I follow on Instagram, she used to edit her pictures to make her look thinner and make her butt look bigger and the next time I saw her in person I was like am I tripping so like I look and I had to go back to her Instagram and look at this post and I'm like she has to edit these pictures because she don't look like this in person stop over editing your your pictures if you over edit your pictures we won't have any pictures to show people if you end up missing because we won't know what you actually look like Cut it out. I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm saying it to be serious. Now, instead of editing your pictures to make your butt look bigger, your stomach look flatter, why don't you do something to make your butt bigger and your stomach flatter? Like diet and exercise or you can have surgery like everybody else is doing. Whatever's going to make you happy, but just stop faking it. Like, I hate to fake it till you make it. Like, no, don't do that. Be you. Be genuine to who you are. Be a genuine person. Be yourself. I unfollowed so many people on Instagram. And a reason why I still have my Instagram right now is because my my timeline finally looks how I want it to look. I follow a lot of, um, like... There's this one Instagram page that I follow called Soul Guidance. I love it. It's um, a spiritual account. They help with a lot. Like, they post a lot of uh, things about, like, the retrogrades and um, a lot of spiritual stuff. So, I really, really like that Instagram account. I also follow uh, Fashion Bomb Daily. Uh I made an entire Instagram just for interior design. I really love interior design. And as soon as I find my contractor, it's on and popping because I have some amazing ideas. My mom is letting me help out a lot with her home remodel. And I'm very excited about that. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm rambling, guys. I think this is going to be a good moment for me to close out the show. But, um... The Instagram pages that I were talking about, I'll just get back to that and then I'll end it. Um, so, like, the Instagram pages I like. So, it's, like, uh, spiritual stuff, fashion, of course, natural hair. Uh, <laughs> I made an Instagram for uh, 
my interior design, the podcast that I like, um, like one podcast that I really just love that really made me really want to make a podcast was this podcast called Horrible Decisions. Um, it's these two girls, uh, Mandy and Wheezy. They are from New York. Well, no, they're from Florida, but they live in New York now. And it's it's called Horrible Decisions, but it's spelled whore because it's all about like their sex life and stuff like that. So but it's so funny. It's raw. It's original. It's genuine. I really, really like it. They talk about sex a lot. And while I want to talk about sex a bit, I don't want my entire show to be based on just sex. But it it's going to come up. So if you're not comfortable with it on those episodes, I will do a warning before the full episode plays. Um, just because some people aren't comfortable talking about sex at all, which I really, really am. And I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, Another person that I love following on Instagram, and you guys definitely should check her out, is the real Glamazon Tayomi. She's a sexpert. I followed her on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram a few years ago, maybe like 2013. And she is, she's a twin. She's beautiful. She was recently married and she is in a I think a non-monogamous relationship so like she's married I may get this I may have this wrong I may have to double check but she's married to her husband but they're still allowed to have sexual partners so once I have like other guests on then I'll get people's thoughts and ideas about that but in the meantime and in between time you guys feel free to dm me um on uh it's at miss cb underscore fab on instagram or you can follow the podcast well no follow the podcast and tell your friends to follow podcast for me please the misguided guided pod misguided goddess podcast on instagram thank you guys so much for listening um i'm sorry that this episode kind of felt if this episode kind of felt all over the place it's just that i had a lot of topics that i really really wanted to cover um with you guys and I want to say thank you thank you thank you thank you for your support and as always if you need me I'm here peace and love thank you for listening